35 of the Spook House. I'm Phil. I am Jason. And today we are talking about Fright Night. Fright Night. The 1985 vampire classic. Oh, hey, it's Vampire Month. It is Vampire Month. No longer What the Fuck Month. Thank goodness. If yeah. it lasted much longer, you'd probably see me in the corner if like, time went off, you know, shooting up some chocolate Jesus. Jeez, <laughs> oh, wow. It just got, <laughs> got dark already. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a lighter episode, so I'm going to throw in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Freddy versus Jason, that was pretty... Uh... Do you think we were too hard on Kelly Rowland? Some points, maybe. Other points, she did call Freddy Krueger a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, know. you know, bless her heart. She was trying. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of mean to her, but it, and it is kind of messed up. It's messed up. It's messed up. But yeah. she wasn't the worst part of that movie, I don't, I don't think so. So since that episode came out, I've heard, like, maybe it's just because I was thinking about Destiny's Child more. I hear them everywhere. Really? Yeah. I was, like, at the at a store the other night, and um, God, what's one of their songs? Uh, shit. I don't a know. Destiny's Child song. Yeah, you know, as long as I've known you, I don't know if you've ever really been into Destiny's Child that much. Well, no, I haven't, but I'm aware <laughs> of them. Sure. I mean, you can't get away from them for a while. Yeah. They're but anyways, like, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Kelly Rowland. Kia. Kia. Kia Sorrento. <laughs> Kia Optima. On, yeah, you come on the podcast any anytime. Absolutely. We'll take that Destiny's Child bump. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jason, um, what have you been up to over the last week, man? Uh, well, got the dog fixed. Oh, you cut his little balls off? Well, poor I didn't, guy. personally. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I hated to do it, but I needed to. Scout's fixed. Yeah. Yeah, he's still, he gets frisky and, you know. Oh, yeah. He's loving life, so. Got him chipped, too, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good hey, thing. Good for you. Yeah, he's got a tattoo. He's got more tattoos than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, man, my offer still stands. I'll uh, I'll pay for your first tattoo. It's got to be a small one. Put it on my forehead? Yeah. Yeah. If you get the, the Cold of Thorn tattoo, I'll for sure pay for that. <laughs> I thought about getting it once, but I was like, you know, I I thought like every time I see that, I'm going to be reminded that Dominique O'Thin and Gerard, because he's basically responsible for that. The director of Halloween 5? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want something permanently tattooed on my body that was associated with him. Yeah, but of course, you could cover that up pretty easily, I feel like. Yeah, but why would I want to get a tattoo that I'm planning that to, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't want it on my wrist, a place where I see it every day. You know what I mean? That'd be a little much. Yeah. Coming <laughs> from a, was he French, Swedish? 
French, I think. Yeah. Dominique, I need you to walk around. Okay, I need you to walk like penguin. Okay. <laughs> oh, that movie. Oh, that movie. Yeah. So we're doing a much better movie today. Yeah, Fright Night. Good movie. It's a very good movie. I love this movie. You know, a few months ago, I was in the record store and I saw a copy of this on vinyl. I was like, ooh. Was it the score or the oh, soundtrack? The, the, hmm, I don't know. Because they released two separate ones. There's a whole score oh, and then there's a soundtrack. I did not know that. Because Columbia released this movie and they also work with Columbia music labels. This was kind of an early thing when they would tie uh, movie soundtracks with music artists. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it slipped through my fingers. Well, I stopped collecting vinyl. So. Yeah, me too. So I was like, oh, that looks cool. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you used to collect vinyl? I have them at my buddy Frank's house, actually, right now. All right. Yeah. You got any uh, any choice gems? Uh, I've got an old copy of My Aim is True by Elvis Costello, one of my favorite records. Okay. Never heard it. It's really good. Okay. You know, I've got an old pop copy of Raw Power by the Stooges. It's not an original pressing or anything. All right. Yeah, some good stuff. Some, <laughs> yeah. All some right. choice cuts, I guess. Some choice cuts. Like the Butcher's Choice Cuts. You got any movie soundtracks? No. I don't think, no, I don't have any movie soundtracks. They put out like all the Halloween soundtracks on vinyl with like sick artwork and I was, oh yeah, I had the, they uh, got one above me, above yeah, me. the Halloween 2018 soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I have that one framed though. That's like the... Limited edition orange vinyl. Oh. Yeah. But hey, like I said, man, out of that game. That's another one, man. Oof, you start like collecting records and shit. The, yeah. It, there's so much things are just money holes. But hey, if somebody wants to give me the Halloween 4. Oh, I'm we're, I'm certainly open to that. Oh, if yeah. People giving me things. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'll write you a thank you letter and everything. I'll mail it to you. People don't mail yeah. letters anymore like they used to. Yeah, that's true. I'll... Exactly. I'll I'll mail you a letter. I used to have the Into the Wild soundtrack. That's a good one. It's Eddie Vedder, right? Yeah. Nice. Edward Vedder. Edward. <laughs> yes. Good movie. It is a good movie. Good book. He kind of made a couple poor decisions there towards the end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, actually, I think about that recently. You know, I bet if he were still alive, if he looked back on that part in his life, he'd be like, oh, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, as such a like a twenty two year old, like I don't want to grow up yet. Yeah, well, I, I guess we'll talk about this, but I get why he thought the way he thought and did what he did, but he just he was very short sighted and uh, I don't know. I feel like he, even he would probably look back on that time in his life and be like, "Oh yeah, I was going through some shit." That was fun. I probably should have done things a little bit differently. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, he literally died because he refused to accept a map from a guy. And had he had that map, he'd be like, oh, I can just hike up a few miles up the river here and then cross over. Yeah. He was, you know, I don't need a map, man. I just need nature and my book on berries and stuff. (laughs) Look what fucking happened. And then what, he cured that meat wrong, too? And that kind of what? It's um, debated quite what happened. All right. Um, Yeah. Good book. Tragic story. But. Good soundtrack. So, Fright Night. Fright Night, huh? <laughs> All right. So, did wild. you do anything this week? Uh, not really, man. Been uh, been quite busy. Um, I watched three-fourths of a movie you'd be very proud of me. Okay, what I movie watched was this? Escape from New York. I love it. Now, what are you thinking of this movie? Okay, well, a few nights ago, I started it, and I watched 30 minutes of it and fell asleep. And okay. The next night, I watched 30 more minutes. 
so I got to finish the rest. But right. so far, it's uh, pretty good. Sounds like it's putting you to sleep, actually. <laughs> it doesn't sound pretty good. It sounds like you know, I have like this your bad habit of like starting movies really late. Like, uh, uh, okay, is that your ASMR thing? You just put on John Carpenter movies and just fall asleep. Well, they are good fall asleep movies. Mm, I could see, yeah, good more. Yeah, yeah. I bet the fog's great to fall asleep to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, for more reasons than one. <laughs> the story's not going to keep you too invested. Just listening to Adrian Barbeau's sweet voice as she puts you to sleep. Yeah. You're falling into KGNBR. Yeah, that movie is, uh, it's just good. I think I gave it like a six or seven. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't quite, it never quite takes off. You know? I, yeah, it's true. But not a bad movie by any means. No, no, no. <clears throat> so you are enjoying... Escape from New York, though. So far, yes. It's basically a Halloween reunion. I was so, like, <laughs> every, even during the credits, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, there's. Dean Cundy's back. Oh, yeah. He Dr. Pre- Loomis is the fucking president. <laughs> yeah, he was, he works with the same kind of people for it. I think Jamie Lee Curtis even has a voiceover at some point. Probably. Maybe. I'm not sure. I could be wrong about that. That's, that's Halloween 3, actually. Yeah, Marion Chambers is even in it. Yeah. <laughs> the nurse from Halloween and a bunch of other people too. I was like, oh shit, this is basically a Halloween reunion. Yeah. Plus Nick, Nick Castle co wrote it. He did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. Charles Cyphers is in it. Yeah, and also <laughs> who's your boy from Halloween from the fog? What's his name? Oh my gosh. Atkins. Tom Atkins is oh, in yeah, it. Oh yeah, Tom Atkins is in it. So, yeah, it's good, man. Um I would like to sit down at some point and watch the whole thing in one piece. Yeah. So far, um, I'm picking up what JC's putting down. I'm a big fan. Okay. You watch anything else? Um, also watched Mr. America. Tim Heidecker. Are you familiar with? Is that the one where he's trying to be like a mayor of San Bernardino or something? Yes. Okay. Good. But he got. Okay. Yeah. So, but he got in trouble for selling bait pens that killed people. Yeah. It's um man, it's almost like too much to kind of get into, but if you're familiar with Tim and Eric and mm-hmm. their kind of bizarre humor, it's not like that kind of bizarre. It's like filmed like a documentary like he's running for a, it's like uh some uh, like town council or something, something like, that. like that. Um but yeah, it's funny. If you if you like Tim Heidecker and his brand of bizarre yeah. humor I love it personally. <laughs> I saw him do stand up a few years ago. It was I great. He, I didn't know he did stand up. Yeah. Like, I not said that he couldn't, but I didn't know he did stand up. Yeah, he's hilarious. Now, is it a mockumentary, or is he like trying to like duping people, kind of like jackass style, when they go out there a little bit, or is it like written out? Again, I haven't quite finished it yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Or is this the other thing you were falling asleep to? Like Tuesday nights, Tim Heidecker night, yes. I'm gonna fall asleep with this. Now we'll watch John Carpenter movie. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Sometimes you're just in the mood for different stuff. I'm gonna finish both of these movies, by the way. But both are good. Okay. Is it streaming anywhere? It is on Hulu. Oh, okay. And Escape from New York is on Shutter. Escape from New York is usually streaming on something. Yeah. Hey, you know who has a pretty damn good selection? Crackle. That's where I watched Fright Night. That's where I watched Fright Night too. Yeah. I mean, boy, they got some ads up in there. Yeah, more so than Tubi, actually. But you know what? It's not bad for when you're watching it and taking notes because you get a little break. I was actually like, oh, okay. This is, I remember what commercials were like. Yeah. Back when I had cable. Well, hey, I would 
give Crackle a download. It's, it's free. It's 100% free. You got to watch some ads throughout the movie, but whatever. They have a decent horror selection. I think all the Friday the 13th are up there, actually. Really? Yep. And the Your Night of the Living Dead remake is on there. That's my movie. Yeah, <laughs> I made that. You did? Uh-huh. Not Tom Savini. Yes. No, that's a good movie. It is pretty good. Got my boy Tony Todd, TT. Mr. <laughs> TT. <laughs> Speaking of TT, we might have some TT news. Well, we do have some TT news okay. this week. Well, let's save it. Uh, did you watch anything, Jason? Yeah, I watched uh, I watched two movies. What's that? So, I watched this movie, another sci-fi original joint. Oh boy. Here called Eye Spiders. Oh god. And it's literally you could you could sit in and write this this movie without even not having seen it. So, uh, research like, facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing all kinds of stuff on big spiders. Okay. And they get loose on a town and they it's a ski town. Uh, all right, and you watch this whole thing. Beginning to end. God. It needed more Robert Englands in it. It didn't have any Robert England. Is anybody of note in the movie? You've seen Starship Troopers, right? A long time ago. Okay, well, one of the, the characters from Starship Troopers is in it. Uh, I wouldn't know him. Yeah, okay, that's probably... Casper Van Diem? No, but he's in a lot of star- sci-fi original movies. Okay, boy, his career never really took off, huh? Well, you got to realize he's not a good actor. <laughs> is he really? No, he's not good at all. He's actually... You remember in the, you've seen The Rules of Attraction, right? That Brady Snell's book? Yes, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, in the book, Patrick Bateman has a little, is in it a little bit. From American Psycho, yeah. So they filmed Casper Van Dien actually filmed a spot for as Patrick Bateman in the movie. Oh, okay. That they cut out because it just didn't make any sense because he's Sean Bateman's brother. You know, yeah. the James Vanderbeek, right? Their brothers in the book. Mm-hmm. But other than that, Casper Van Dien, he's just not that great. He's he was in Sleepy actor. Hollow. He was in Sleepy yeah. Hollow. He fights a headless horseman, but he finds out real quick. He doesn't work he, too good. He doesn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's it's very Tim Burton esque, but it still feels like one of the last good Tim Burton movies. Yeah, yeah, like that's that. true. Big Eyes, maybe. I didn't watch that. I heard it's good. I miss when Tim Burton made good movies. Me too. So, anyways, uh, Spider Fuck Ice Spiders. Cool. Yeah, sounds like a winner. Give it a watch. All free, right, free home prime. Definitely and so, skip that. <laughs> and then last night, me and Ian watched The Possession. All right. So it's a, I think it might be PG-13. It's a a Dybbuk box where someone, found, apparently it came from a story from somebody sold a, a Dybbuk box, which is a Jewish demon. Oh, yeah. And somebody sold it on eBay. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going there. Uh, probably, <laughs> sure. It's got Modest Yahoo in it, actually. Really? Before he was uh, kind of went from Orthodox to just Jewish, I guess. Because, you know, he shaved his face and everything now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen him in concert. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's basically looks like surfer dude yeah. kind of guy now. This was still when he was still quite, was he a Cynic Jew, maybe? Yeah, 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 he was. So, yeah, he realized, like, huh, this is kind of silly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so it's got Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. All right. He is a basketball coach. He's trying to get to North Carolina, as you do if you're a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And he buys a box that has a demon in it for his daughter. He didn't realize it has a demon in it. Okay. And she gets possessed. Is this a newer movie? Yeah, like 2012, maybe. Is this a possession movie? Yes, the possession. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, I meant to say exorcism type movie. Yeah, uh, Minus Yahoo is the one who does the Jewish exorcism. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. It How was, was it? 
If you've seen one possession movie, you've seen this possession movie. Okay. It's very by the numbers. What are the best possession movies? I mean, everybody's going to go to The Exorcist first. Yeah. Okay. Well, what was that? I mean, there was one I kind of liked. It was kind of like a documentary style where they went out down in the woods in like Louisiana. There's some decent ones. I can't remember. I always get the names confused. Yeah, because they're also kind of like a... I guess you could say the taking of Deborah Logan is... Yeah, yeah. That was pretty damn good. You saw that, right? Uh, I, yeah, I watched that a while back. Okay. and Because uh, it was on Netflix, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think you remember you telling me about yeah, it. Yeah, it was pretty good. And I'm trying to think... I like the exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't, know, I don't think I ever saw that. That's really? one has got Jennifer Carpenter in it, right? Yes. When she's doing all the crazy contortions and stuff. Yeah, that was... That was a good movie. It came out it was like mid two thousands or something. It was like one of the first ones that kind of kicked off that wave of possession. Yeah, horror. yeah, that's right. It did get hit, hit it kind of yeah, hard yeah. there for a little bit. You could even say House of the Devil is kind of a possession movie. They don't really nobody really gets possessed, but they're trying to. Yeah, it's more of a satanic movie, I guess. Though Jason goes to hell. Everybody gets possessed <laughs> by a worm mouth demon thing. Everybody can get it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick. If you had to watch any one of the movies we covered, not including Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. Like, so the other watch? three? Yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Oh, shit. Freddy's Dead? I want to go with Freddy's Dead, I feel like. Really? Because I feel like I can laugh at it more than the other two. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, is just a hard watch. Yeah, it kind of is. Now, Jason's Dead, I just don't like it because it, it, it just really kind of ruins some things for me. You mean Jason Goes to Hell? Sorry, yes. Jason Goes <laughs> to Hell, the final Friday, yeah. as opposed to Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. That's right. Get it together, new line, you fucks. <laughs> you uh-huh. fucks. Yeah, I just feel like Jason's dead. I'm oh, sorry. God damn. I'm okay, we got, it. Yeah. we got it. <laughs> I feel like the Freddy movie is more fun than the Jason movie. Gotcha. <laughs> cool. What are, I feel like you're going the exact opposite. I I don't even have an answer. I'll go to Jason Goes to Hell. We're yeah. fighting again. That has a stupid place in my heart. <laughs> in like my six-year-old heart when I watched it at a very young age. Or just constantly seeing it at the video rental store. Yeah. That box. Yeah. It did stand out. Let's, uh... Look forward to, we got a, a bunch of good movies to talk about. Yeah, we do. Oh, I also, now we haven't, we're not going to talk about it on this episode, but I watched The Lodge last weekend too. Okay. And we're going to do a mini review episode. Well, we've already done it. Oh yeah, that's right. We have already done it. That's right, Jason. And that'll be out by the time you've heard this. That's right. And if you haven't, go give that a listen. It's something we're going to start doing, you know, because you can't really break down a a new movie before we talk about a other movie yeah know? yeah so if there's like a new movie that comes out that we both want to talk about we'll just upload a little mini podcast for it we're gonna try it see how it goes yeah. also heads up that's very spoilerific so if you haven't seen the lodge and you don't want any spoilers then don't listen to that podcast Also, spoiler we kind of both fucking hate it a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. You, you insulted him a little bit. Yeah, you, a little bit. <laughs> a little yes, you bit. <laughs> you fucked up the movie, you. you. <laughs> now go get your fucking shine box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lodge. Go get your fucking shine <laughs> exactly. box. Exactly. Jesus Christ. That fucking. Okay, anyway. The, the Lodge is kind of like, it, it tried to sit at the big boy table with like Hereditary and the Witch. Yeah. They're like, fucking beat it, nerd. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Go get your fucking shine box. Go get your fu- 
Oh, listen to the review. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a fun thing to do. Yeah. All All right, right, Jason. Um, So, yeah, let's uh, jump into a little bit of news. What you got for me over there? All right. So, the Candyman trailer and poster dropped this week. Did you get a chance to watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. As I was getting my oil changed the other day, I watched it in the lobby. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, it looks interesting. Now, the rumor is it's Tony Todd again. That hasn't been confirmed, but it's, it sounds like it might be TT again. All right. Now, you didn't see, you saw some hook stuff in the trailer. Uh-huh. But I, it's got me interested. I say the that. trailer looks good. And can I make a confession real quick? Okay. I'm not even sure if I've ever watched Candyman start to finish. Really? Yeah. I watched it. I talked about it on the podcast a while back. I can't remember what episode, but I watched it for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's not like amazing, but it's better than a lot of the other like stuff that was coming out. You know, early nineties slasher movie where it's yeah. just kind of like, ugh. There's a little more thought to it. Yeah, exactly. How were the sequels? Straight to video trash. Oh, they suck. Yeah, straight to video trash. Really? Yeah. Damn. Exactly. Well, hey, the trailer has me uh, has me hooked. Uh, did you know that Jordan <laughs> Peele has fingers on it? At any point, did you ever see Jordan Jordan oh, Peele? Jordan Peele from the mind of Jordan Peele. <laughs> yeah hey man i mean he is involved right what's he producing he co-wrote and he's producing okay yes yeah. i mean if he co-wrote it that's yeah cool. yeah so I, again i mean I, i've liked us and what's the other movie get out there? get out that's it that's right <laughs> <laughs> it only won an oscar <laughs> gtfo yeah so i it looks good so I don't far. really have anything else to to add to that. It looks promising. It does. I don't know if I'll see any more trailers because I'm sure it'll ruin everything. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do, baby. All right. So Sci-Fi has put a straight order of 10 episodes for a Day of the Dead television series. Oh, boy. Yes, from the, from the people who produced the Creepshow series. And this is not endorsed or sanctioned by the Romero estate. So... Sounds good right there. It's going to be dog shit. It's, let me tell you, Jason. Yeah, 24 hours. It says it's 24 hours after the start of the zombie apocalypse. I'm like, this movie, this TV series is at least five years too late. Hey, you know what we need, Jason? More post-apocalyptic zombie stuff. Yes. Yeah. I know. There's we can't not get enough, enough of it. No, I mean, Walking Dead's still out there. I hear it spinning its wheels as hard as it can, but yeah. Is that still on? Still on. And I think it's still one of AMC's bigger sh- biggest shows. Were you a fan of that? I watched. See, I started reading the comics like right before the the or before the TV show came out. Yeah, and I'm completely burned out on the show and the comics. I haven't even well, read the any show. Of a long were time. you ever a fan of the show? Yeah, like the first four or five seasons. I tried my hardest to watch the first season. I gave it like three or four episodes. Really? And I was like, "Fucking pass." Yeah, the God. first season is a little slow. Ah, not for me. Yeah. But hey, more zombie TV show, Day of the Dead. zombies, am I right? Exactly. But this is a known property that's probably going to have nothing to do with the movie. We're getting that Resident Evil We are getting that. Jeez. Yep. Are zombies coming back? Or they never really left? Nope, they are still there. Good gosh. Slowly walking towards us at all times. Unless it's 28 days later, then it's... Or Train to Busan, which is an actual good zombie movie. (laughs) Hey, do you have that news story about the, there was some, it's like a sequel to Train to Busan? It's a, uh, it was in the same world, but it's not exactly a sequel. Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, who direct? what's his name, his name that directed it? Not going to take a shot at that. Okay, but. yeah. So, he's producing it, and it's, ta- it's called, 
Peninsula, I believe yeah. is what it's called right now. Sounds right. And somebody just bought it at the Berlin Film Festival, the World Distribution Rights. Okay. So the same director then? No, he's producing it. He's not directing oh, it. Okay. Well, hey, I'll I'll check it out. I will too. Yes. I need to see Train to Busan yeah. first. You do. Next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What else, Jason? So Robert Eggers mm-hmm. of The Witch, a boy, and The Lighthouse Fame. That's right. Is has uh, there's been some more news about his next project? Yeah. The Northman. He's a big fan of the and something. It's true. And so his cinematographer, who was nominated for an uh, Oscar last year for uh-huh. The Lighthouse, was talking about it, and it says it's going to be a much bigger movie than the other two, mm. and it's shooting in Europe, and it's a Viking revenge story, dark and unusually violent. Sign me the fuck up. All right. So in talks to play with it right now, so nobody signed on for it officially, is uh, Alexander and Bill Skarsgård, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, All right. Anya Taylor-Joy, who was in The Witch. That's right. And Willem Dafoe in the Lighthouse. Hell yeah. So these are people that are in talks to star in this movie. It should be, I'm assuming it's going to start shooting this year. Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Might not be exactly a horror movie, but hey. That's okay. Yeah. I'm cool with it. But at the same time, it's like, give us a good horror movie. (laughs) Come on, Robert Eggers. Tease us with the witch. He was like, you like this? Sorry. (laughs) That's all you get. Just, everyone gets a little taste, and I'm taking it back. A little taste. Just little a little bit. taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, The Lighthouse was what it was. wasn't a traditional horror. No, it, it was good. Or a horror at all, really. Some moments that were a little scary-ish, but it certainly wasn't a horror movie. I wouldn't say it's a horror movie at all. I wish the last 20 minutes he had made that horror turn. I was waiting for it to... Yeah. I was like, oh, come on, just... I see that axe. I see it. <laughs> Come on. Just go full on Jack Nicholson. Come on, baby. Where are you at? But then it was like, psych. Oh, we're going to flood everything. We're going fantastical, baby. <laughs> Which was fine. Yeah. And then, you know, it still works like it, the way that way, too. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't hate Lighthouse by any means. It no. was a very uh, solid effort on Mr. Egger's part. Absolutely. I applaud these, sir, and I look forward to more. <laughs> Me too. Come on the podcast anytime. Absolutely. We'll he's, he's like our age. He'll know. He'll relate. He is. Yeah. yeah. So young, the last young little, bucks. Yeah. The last little thing I've got here is season ten of American Horror Story has cast Macaulay Culkin. Uh. Now I don't right. think either of us really watched American Horror Story that much, but I saw Macaulay Culkin's acting. All right. Cool. He pops up in stuff. Yeah. And he uh, he has a podcast. He's got a whole like a website network thing yeah, going. Yeah, and he like pops up on a bunch of different YouTube channels. Yeah, like, uh, Cinemassacre. I know he's done some stuff with them. Red Letter Media. He seems like a good dude. Yeah, he does. He gets unjustly like shit on. Everybody wants him to be on heroin so bad. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, hey, come on, Michael Jackson. Like, he totally fucked you, right? Oh, God. you know, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and. He's like, no, I'm just a normal dude. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I, yeah, so that's the only reason why I'm bringing it up, because I like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Um, so, hey, we'll see. You know, he turned down Sheldon and Big Bang Theory, like, constantly. Don't blame you. Yeah, like, they kept coming to him, like, I like you even more now. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, he was like, no, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that shit. Fuck you. People oh, love it. Well. I am not one of those people. There's a lot of dumb people out there, Jason. <laughs> They gotta watch TV too. That's very true. Hey, if you're l- listening to this and you like that show, cool. 
Yeah. Not for me. That's not for me either. <laughs> Q can laughter. <laughs> Bazinga. And then everybody hey, shits right? themselves. <laughs> Bazinga. Oh, <laughs> all right, Jason. Well, so that was the news for this week. Cool. Anyway, let's talk about Fright Night, baby. Fright <laughs> Night! Love this movie. Love it! Oh, yes. Nice palate cleanser from last month. Yeah, it was uh, good to watch a movie and be like, all right, I'm enjoying watching like, this. unironically enjoyed this movie mm-hmm. completely, as opposed to some of the movies we did last week, which was like, oh, Freddy vs. Jason is fun, it but it's not who, good. Yeah, I wasn't like pressing as hard as I can into my temples, like watching my... Like, forcing myself to watch the screen and be like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, this was a, a good watch. It was. So, it came out August 2nd, 1985. I'll tell you, that the 80s were, were quite banging. Oh, yeah. Now everybody thinks it's a slasher genre, which, I mean, rightfully so, because that was kind of the, the big boy on the block. But there's lots of non-slasher movies out there that are great. Yeah, there's some other big dogs running around the yard. Fright Night being one of them. Mm-hmm. Big dog's ready to eat, baby. Oh, yeah. Big dog's hungry. <laughs> and I want some apples. Big dog is ravenous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, this was the second highest grossing horror movie of 1985. Do you know what the first one was? I do. What's that? Nightmare on Elm Street 2. That's right. This movie is immensely better than Nightmare on Elm Street 2. That's true. And even has a slight gay subtext to it, but it's not as in your face. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about Stephen Jeffries later, but oh, yeah. big year for uh, gay men in horror. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And even Amanda Burst, Amy, she's bisexual. That's right, yeah. yeah. Budget of 7 to $9 million and gross about 25 Success. Moderately successful. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite 80s hair metal song, Jason? Favorite 80s hair metal song? Yeah. You have one? Kickstart My Heart. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, if I actually sat in and thought about it, I would probably have something different. Uh huh. But right now, or maybe like Welcome to the Jungle. And it's just, like, I'm not a big 80s I'm hair metal s- fan. Man, that's one song. It was a good song. I'm sorry, I- Mr. Brownstone. Isn't that all? Oh, Mr. Brownstone's a banger. Nah, that, that really gets you. Yeah. Nothing about talking about heroin, but it's hey, a good one. Yeah, hey. If we're talking about Appetite for Destruction, Rocket Queen's my jam. That is a good Yeah. Yeah. That's also a good one. Yeah. My favorite? Round and Round by Rat. <laughs> really? Round and Round. <laughs> it's it's a banger, baby. Sometimes you listen to these bet hair, but I was like, these are really simple. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> Just round and round. <laughs> Anyways, so the movie kicks off. There's a wolf howling and a shot of the night sky. Mm-hmm. And it, the credits are playing as we hear a TV playing a movie. It pans into Charlie's room. He's watching Peter Vincent, the vampire killer. He's a horror movie host. That's right. Uh, formerly an actor, but now he just hosts, you know, cheesy horror movies. I, mean, I miss those days when you can have like a, a horror movie host talking about yeah, the movie. Only knew of one. I grew up watching Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, and he's back on Shutter now, which is nice. Well, Peter Vincent, do you know where his name is derived from, Jason? Oh, yes, Peter Cushing. Of Hammer Horror Film Fames. Uh-huh. And Vincent Price, who was offered this role. That's right, but he was too ill at the time. He was so burnt out in horror movies at the time, too. He was like, nah, I don't want to. feeling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm kidding. Sort of. Um, So, <laughs> Brewster and Amy, did you know she was 27 at the time? Yeah. 
She does kind of show. Yeah, a little bit, but not. <laughs> she said she when she was auditioning for the role, she was like looking. I was like, wow, everybody here's sixteen and eighteen, and I'm twenty six. Yeah. So she wasn't. I mean, she does sort of look obviously older than uh, Charlie. Yeah, but not like not... shockingly, jarringly so. Yeah. Well, they're making out beside his bed. High school, right? Yeah. Hey, that's a that's a pro move. Oh yeah. Beds are squeaky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so just as Amy wants to get into bed, Charlie sees the new neighbors and they're carrying a coffin. Do you want to make love or not? Yeah, you're kind of blowing it, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. I mean, coffins are cool and everything. Yeah, but I mean, five seconds earlier, you were kind of pressing her into like, "Hey, man, it's been a year." Well, anyways, Charlie, you're blowing it, bud. You want to slay vampires or slay some puss? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you want to slay vampires. <laughs> Make up your mind, bro. There's always time for sex, but glory is forever. I learned that from Sandlot. Oh, man. I apologize for that remark. Um, <laughs> well, Amy gets fed up and runs downstairs, and they meet Charlie's mom. Well, Charlie doesn't meet his mom for the first time. The audience meets her, his mom for yes. the first time. And he tells her about the new neighbors. There's a TV report on. It says a man was murdered behind the railroads last night. Interesting. Has his has the mom in this movie has she done anything else? Not that I could really see. I didn't notice much that I that I maybe I mean I went through IMDb page re- briefly just to see if anything popped yeah. up, but nothing I really recognized. She doesn't even have like a Wikipedia page. No. Yeah. Not like Tony Collette in the remake. Oh, yeah, damn, Tony Collette was in that. Yeah, she was. I gotta rewatch that. I do, too. It's got our boy uh, Anton Yelchin in it, too. R.I.P. For real, that's so, God, such a bummer. He really I is. I didn't even know that until after I saw Green Room, and I was like, oh, man, this guy's really good. Let me uh, look up what else he's been in. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hit by a fucking Jeep? What? Yeah, it's ridiculous, yeah. man. Charlie and Evil Ed played by Stephen Jeffries, are talking outside the school. And Amy storms past Charlie. Evil Ed. You're so cool, Brewster. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty famous line. Yeah. I gotta say, he does his role well. Uh-huh. However, his role annoys the shit out of me. Really? <clears throat> yeah. I like Evil Ed. All right. I do. I like Evil Ed. You don't want to be friends with that guy. So you're, annoying. You're a teenager. Everybody's annoying as hell. Not that annoying. Well, he's like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh Rooster. You're like, so, yeah. It's like, oh, oh, God, you're too much, dude. Go away. <laughs> but yes, he does his role very well. Yeah. Well, hey, might as well talk about this. So <laughs> he was in 976 Evil after this. He actually turned down Fright Night Part 2 to be in the lead in 976 Evil. And after the 80s, he had a bit of a uh, career in porn. Yeah. Gay porn. Filmed some gay porn. Now he's back doing regular acting. (laughs) (laughs) Did you happen to Google some of the the titles that he was in? Uh, Yeah, I saw some of the Google images, and I was like, that's Brewster. (laughs) I meant not Brewster, uh, fucking Ed. Yeah. I was like, all right. Hey, guys. You gotta make that bread, baby. You gotta exactly. This <laughs> this guy was nominated for a Tony Award, by the way. Yeah. Hey, we've all been there, am I right? <laughs> no, we haven't. 
Oh, man. Well, hey, if you want to see his uh, other career, I'm sure you can find some videos and stuff. It's, it's The internet's out there. It's probably not hard. The internet is out there. If you've never seen the internet, go check it out. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It comes on uh, one disc. Yeah. And you upload it to your computer. So now, it's all there. And when's the expansion pack coming? It's, <laughs> it's like that Tim and Eric sketch, the internet. I haven't it's, seen that. It's like one, just no. on a disc. Like Paul Rudd uploads the internet to his computer. It's great. <laughs> Anyways, so Charlie pulls up to his house in Tom Holland's car. Yeah, yeah. Say a, a old '66 Mustang that desperately needs a paint job. Yeah, and Tom Holland would total that car like ten years later. I'm sure that was a safe car to get totaled in. Yeah, right. <laughs> so a lady asks Charlie about the address. She's looking for the neighbor's house, and Charlie points her to the right direction, goes inside, and his mom's all like, have you met the new neighbor? Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, with my luck, he's probably gay. It's like, evil Ed didn't move in next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. She is very clearly a lady of the night. A lady of the night, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice way of saying a hooker. Well, she's going to be a dead hooker. She's going to be a dead Soon hooker. Soon enough. Yeah. So later that night, Charlie's doing homework. Well, Charlie hears the lady scream next door. So next day, Amy and Charlie, they make up. Charlie was going to be played by... Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Well, actually, not. he wanted to play this role, but uh, Tom Holland wouldn't even let him read for it because he was too good looking. I don't think he would have quite fit for this role. No, he's too suave, too good. Like I said, too good looking. William Ragsdale, he's kind of a like an every kind of boy next door kind of thing. Yeah, he does a. This movie is cast perfectly. Yeah, it really is. Well, except for one person. We'll talk about that later. Amy. You don't like Amy? Uh, I don't know. She's not bad by any means. Uh huh. She just doesn't elicit much of a. I don't know. It's kind of like she's kind of like a wet rag a little bit. Uh, that's, a, that's a way to put it. Okay. She's just kind of there, you know? Charlie! She's not bad by any means. I don't know. <laughs> but she would later go on to star in Married with Children. Yep. She what? was the neighbor. Yeah, Darcy. That's one of my favorite shows as a kid. So, yeah, they're starting to make up, and everything's going well, but of course he gets distracted by news of the hooker he saw earlier. That's right. She is dead. She is dead. And he again starts ignoring Amy. Yeah, and Ed starts laughing that they had their heads chopped off. He's See, he's just fucking annoying. He's like, I heard they had their heads chopped off. <laughs> it's like, dude, fuck off. Hey, man, 17-year-olds don't know what tagged is yet. I guess. I mean, all 17 once. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> the next day. Yep. Uh, but then Amy yes. sped up with his bullshit. That's right. And she grabs a hamburger from somebody and just smashes it onto Charlie's face. And this one you get the famous line, Oh, you're so cool, Brewster. Oh, that is the first time we hear it. Yep. Yeah, that's probably the most iconic line of the movie. Yes. Well, Charlie investigates the neighbors, but before he can lift the cellar doors open, we meet Billy Cole, played by Jonathan Stark. Yeah, he was with the Groundlings, I believe, before he did this. Okay. Yeah, so he was a kind of a comedy guy. He was also in House 2. The second story. That's right. Well, he scares the shit out of Charlie. 
Now, I think this guy is really well cast for this, too. He's kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, he's he has a very punchable face. This guy's a fucking dick. He's got he's like very intense scare to stare to him also. He's an intense asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But he does his role well. He's, you know, his 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 Renfield essentially, like from Dracula, because Dracula oh. had a, a character like that. Someone who watches over him during the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that I means what it, that's kinda what his his character I like how simple this movie is you know yeah there's not a lot of craziness to it like freddy versus jason or the other <laughs> movies we did last week it's certainly not freddy versus jason. Oh, that's for sure <laughs> but it's a very simple vampire tale of a boy who meets a girl and has a vampire next door that's right and he's gonna try to solve the problem yeah later that night after charlie falls asleep while surveilling the neighbor Spot some titties next door. Oh yeah, a little <laughs> little bit of neighbor titties. Some neighbor titties. <laughs> Nothing like neighbor titties. Pulls a uh um Tommy uh, in part four does it. Corey Feldman, remember when the That's yeah. I was about yeah. to say that's who I was thinking of. Because remember I, his mom comes in. I was about to say Tommy Doyle, but I didn't want to We gotta talk about that one sometime. We will. But yeah, I remember when that when his mom pops in. He's like, Oh no. So the audience gets to see neighbor tits, but Tommy does not. Neighbor tits. <laughs> Well, Chris Sarandon is, uh, you know, he's about to do a little fang banging <laughs> with the young lass. <laughs> so Charlie notices his teeth and fingers. Charlie sees a neighbor loading what looks like a body into the car. That's right. Charlie woke his mom up saying, hey, there's a vampire next door. Yeah. And of course, mom's going to like, what is your problem? Yeah. So he goes and sneaks outside. And he's hiding in the bushes, and Jerry's snacking on an apple. I like, because he, he kind of runs off the roof. It's like a POV shot. I really like that shot, so he kind of flies down there to where Billy's oh, doing it. yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is a good shot. There's some good shots in this movie. Yeah. Some crafty camera work. It's like he's always eating fruit half the time when he pops yeah, he's up. he's always eating an apple. Well, according to Chris Sarandon, his reasoning was apparently there was a lot of fruit bat in him. Yeah. Like, if you say, like, 90% of bats out there are fruit bats. So it was like, maybe. Is that true? I don't know exactly the percentage, but yeah, most bats are fruit bats. Yeah, bats are actually pretty damn cute. They're basically flying puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Google it. Yeah. Cute little bastards. Yeah. They are kind of scary when one flies by your head at night. It's like, Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie tries to convince his mom and then Amy that Jerry is a vampire. To no avail, of course. Because, again, everybody's like, you're kind of an idiot, Charlie. And he's, like, really intense about it, too. Yeah. Like, more so than you you should be. Yeah, well, he shows up with the police chief, played by Art J. Evans. Do you know what other movie he was in, Jason? No, what movie was that? He is the first victim in Christine. He's the guy that drops the cigar ash. In the seat. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. That's pretty cool. Your favorite movie, Christine. My, can you see it in my face? Yeah. <laughs> as, as he was bringing up, he was like, God, I got to bring up Christine. And Jason's going to make a joke about me not liking it. <laughs> well, hey, there it is. Yeah. I, I mean, it's true. <laughs> well, of course, he doesn't believe Charlie, and he drives off. Real quick, is this, this neighborhood looks very familiar. Really? This was a back lot. Probably. Yeah. Is this... I don't think this was the same neighborhood from the Burbs, was it? It's very possible. It looks like it. Yeah. Maybe not. But you know, like, um, 
Universal and stuff, they'll have these back lots. Yeah, yeah. Like House of Thousand Corpses was filmed on a place like that. Like the Munsters, uh, a bunch of shit. I saw a list of. I didn't see this this movie on it, but it was like the Burbs and like a hundred other movies. There's on these same back lot and stuff. Yeah, it's just a fake neighborhood. Yeah, it was like P Diddy video, <laughs> a bunch of shit. We ain't go when actually nowhere. I think it's that song. Probably was yeah. 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 But yeah, so when he brings the cop over to <laughs> Billy's house, yeah, it was a pretty cool scene where he's like, uh, that's a lie. No, and he, when he finally breaks down, it's like, that's a vampire. Billy's um, like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's being really funny about it. Yeah. You know, total smart ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Charlie goes over to Evil Ed's house and bribes him for a whole $8. <laughs> he tells Charlie to use crosses and holy water. Basically, just rips his money off. Charlie walks downstairs, and his mom introduces him to Jerry. He's already inside the house. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. So he's he's been invited, so he's got the keys to heaven, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, later that night, while Charlie <clears throat> is investigating a noise downstairs, Mr. Cool and Sexy slides through Charlie's window, and he sneaks into Charlie's room. Well, first he sneaks into his mom's window. That's right. Because then you see the, the mirror gag because he walks across her bedroom and there's the mirror that you don't see him in, which apparently was one of the harder effect shots that they had to do. Yeah, and I remember, I didn't even notice that, but Tom Holland also said that he shot that poorly, so the gag didn't quite work. You can kind of see the blue backlit behind the mirror. Well, uh, not even from a technical perspective, just the way it was framed, like the audience wasn't like, oh, look, you can't see his reflection. Yeah. Because I, I didn't. So, really? Yeah, I just didn't. Oh, yeah, I can it. see that because it's it's a pretty cool shot, but yeah, it's not super prominent. Like, yeah, it's almost just, too subtle. Yeah, he didn't pull it off the way he wanted. Well, this was his first directing gig. That's true. Would later go on to make Child's Play with Chris Sarandon. That's right. Well, Jerry gives Charlie an old choke slam through the closet. Michael Myers closet. Oh, all right. Yeah, we can go there. <laughs> oh, the one of the little. The shutters on. Yeah, yeah. I still want to punch one of those. I just want to give it a good, give it a good whack. Has that been one of your biggest dreams forever? Like <laughs> yeah. next, you're just like growing up. It's like your Halloween cosplay, your Michael Myers cosplay. <laughs> you can hide in the closet and poke me with a clothes hanger. Oh, dude, that's one of my dreams too. <laughs> Stab me with a knife. <laughs> the keys. The keys. <laughs> well, Jerry makes a deal with Charlie. He says, "Look, motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forget about me no forget about you mm-hmm. I'll give you one thing that I don't have and that's a choice I was like oh, oh so maybe he doesn't want to be a vampire but he is mm. little yeah. little backstory there hey now Charlie should have been like alright cool yeah especially <laughs> like, with one finger he lifts up the window seal that he had, been na- no, he had nailed shut I'll be like hey bro okay hey whatever you want dog <laughs> if this was if I was starring in Fright Night the movie would have been over at that moment like okay <laughs> yeah. dude I'm sorry yeah I don't know what's your name again I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry who are you? I don't, is your address what is your address I don't <laughs> well he can tries- I give you eight dollars real quick yeah well he tries to push Charlie out the window but Charlie stabs him with a pencil. And then Jerry turns full on vampire. Like, makeup effects and all. Like, I really like the effects. It's like the makeup effects in this movie. 
Yeah. There are some good ones. Folks from the Ghostbusters. That's right. And they got their feet wet on the Ghostbusters, so by the time they made this, they were uh they were they were rolling. They were grizzled veterans. That's right. <laughs> well, Charlie's mom knocks on the door. So before she comes in, Jerry leaves. And this is when Charlie sees Peter Vincent on TV. And Jerry calls Charlie on the phone right when he gets home. Oh, yeah. Talks some shit. He's <laughs> like, look, you little bitch. I just destroyed your car. <laughs> I actually kind of improved the paint job a little bit, but it's done. He's like, this shit ain't over. <laughs> so Char- I'm one Mac daddy you do not want to mess with. <laughs> yeah, he pulls a Tony Todd in Final Destination. <laughs> That's one Mac daddy you don't want to fuck with. <laughs> Listen to our Patreon watch along episode. It's fun. It's a lot. It's, that was a lot of fun recording that one. Sign up, five bucks a month. Come on. So, <laughs> Charlie gets the idea to contact Peter Vincent. Well, Charlie finds Peter Vincent outside while he's trying to get in his car. Peter Vincent says, "Nay, I'm not going to fight a vampire for you. One, because vampires aren't real, and two, I just got fired, homie. I got real things to deal mm, with. That's true. <laughs> so, is Peter Vincent?" Does he think that vampires don't exist? Yeah, he doesn't think they're real. He's doing movies. So Peter Vince doesn't believe in vampires. I feel like he never quite says he does or doesn't believe in vampires. He was kind of like, no, I'm not interested. But he, I don't think he ever said vampires don't exist, right? See, I thought he did. Maybe I could be confused. But I always interpreted his character as being like, no, that he was doing movies and he didn't think they were ever real. okay. I thought he was just open to the idea they could exist, but I don't know. doesn't matter. I'll call out so. Roddy McDowell's corpse real quick. Okay. <laughs> when did he die? 2010-ish? Really? Maybe a little bit earlier of than that? what? He's old, oh. I guess. Yeah, it happens. And he's like, my neighbor is a vampire. Help me out, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, nah, bruh. Speeds off. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen my best friend as a vampire? I have, but it's been a long, long, long time. That's... Uh, I'm like, should I pick that one? We could do a double header, that one and Once Bitten, because I have I've never seen the Jim Carrey. You never vampire. seen Once Bitten? No, that's a that's that's a good one. Really? Not not super. No, not really. It's but not it's, even like fun. It's fun. I enjoy the movie. It's not a good movie though. It's a comedy. You know. I got you. Hey, did you know that Jim Carrey was um, in the running to play in uh, the Lost Boys the role of Michael? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different movie. I'm pretty sure it was the role of Michael. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen it. <laughs> so, anyways, Ed and Amy, they show up to Charlie's house. And there's garlic, crosses, and candles everywhere. And apparently, uh, Evil Ed had food poisoning this day. No, I thought it was uh, William Ragsdale had food poisoning that day. Could have been. Okay. One of sure them was very sick. Yeah. One <laughs> yeah. Of, well, he made a funny joke in this point. He was when he was talking about uh well, if we don't kill him, I guess he'll suck his way through the entire town. Oh, a little foreshadowing <laughs> of what's to come in Stephen Jeffrey's life. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we're, yeah. Anyways, Amy convinces Charlie to wait before going to Jerry's house so she can contact Peter Vincent. So her and Ed, who always has a shit-eating grin on his face, they yeah. go to Peter Vincent's house. His house looks pretty fucking cool, I gotta say. He got some nice uh, nice artwork. 
Uh, his mask from Planet of the Apes is actually on the wall. Well, Peter Vincent is hesitant, but Amy offers him $500. No, $500 savings bond. Oh, that's right. I was like, this is so bad. You remember those were a thing? Did you ever get a savings bond from a, bond from a grandparent? Uh, no. I did. I started things like, whatever came with that bond that I got when I was a kid? You should find it. I should. Jerry and his assistant, they prepare for Charlie because they know he's going to be coming over later that night. Yes, because snacking on apples. <laughs> he's the core and all, too. He's a madman. Mm. Yeah, did you notice that? When he, he threw it at the bushes, like, even the core was eaten. I was like, good God, man. It's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter Vincent, Charlie, Ed, and Amy, they all arrive at Jerry's. So they're going to do a test. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, we're going to determine whether Jerry is a vampire. So no crosses because he's a born-again Christian and he finds them very disrespectful. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pick... I didn't hear Yeah, that. that's, what he, that's why the only thing he said he would do was he would drink the water because he knew it wouldn't be uh, holy water. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not notice that. All right. Well, Billy Cole welcomes them in. So, Turtleneck McApples, he walks down the <laughs> stairs to greet Ed, Amy, and Charlie. That Nick is warm at all times in this movie. All the time. <laughs> Seriously, his uh, his sweater collection, quite impressive. I mean, yeah, he's he's actually a very GQ vampire. Uh-huh. I mean... I find, like, in the last year or so, like, I appreciate a good sweater more. Yeah. So maybe it's all the thrifting I've been doing. I'm like, damn, that's a nice sweater. They're warm, they're cozy. Now, sometimes Simple. they can be a little too itchy. But you got to get the right one. Mm-hmm. If it's too itchy, you got to turn it back. Yeah, holler at your boy. I got some on my eBay store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still looking out for a Coogie sweater. A Coogie? Those are big deal. C O O G I. They're okay. the ones with like, uh, I don't know. They got like crazy designs all over them. Really? Those fetch like hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So Jerry is uh, he's macking on Amy hard. Right in front of Charlie. Well, because earlier when they first went in there, he saw a painting of someone who resembled Amy. So it's, I guess, safe to say that Amy looks like an old lover of his. Yeah. So that was Chris Sarandon's idea. Okay. To add that little, uh, you know, the old former lover backstory to him. Okay. He said he wanted it to just not be another scary villain guy. He wanted to add some depth to the character. Humanize the character a little bit. Yes. And he's right. Yeah. I mean, this is, he's one of my favorite vampires in, in in movies. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely up there. Yeah. Amy's like, God, he's neat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he looks pretty good in this movie. (laughs) No Stephen Jeffries up here, but he looks pretty good. Did you see that turtleneck? <laughs> the scarf, too? Gosh. Shut your lips. <laughs> Good God. Well, he gives Jerry the holy water test. And the handsome bastard passes with flying colors. He's like, that. I drank it? No. Delicious. Now, why can he pass the holy water test? Because it wasn't holy water. It was just tap water. So, because he called ahead, remember, saying that we were going to do this, and he was like, "How about holy water?" He was like, "No," he was like, "It won't be holy water. It would just be tap water. We just have to make Charlie think it's holy water." Oh, okay. So yeah, they told him that it's not holy water. You watched this on Crackle? I did. Okay, maybe I missed that. Maybe you're writing a note. You're probably writing a note. Possibly. Yeah. Well, Peter Vincent does a little mirror test, though. Ah, he just, yeah, he was looking at it for some reason from mm-hmm. his movie Orgy of the Damned. Orgy of the Damned. That's right, <laughs> but Jerry's not in the mirror. Which proving, aha, that he has no reflection. 
Right. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, motherfucker. Yeah. Ed, Amy, and Charlie, they're walking down the alleyway, and Ed pulls a joke on them. Again, he's annoying as shit. Well, I he's kind of rooting to be this way, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's effective. It's working. I hate him. <laughs> but he's doing a good job. Remember the remake, it was played by McLovin? That's right. Motherfucker. I gotta watch that. Man. <laughs> Ed is now walking alone, and he gets followed by Jerry. Oh, yeah. Good music score. Dude, I really love the, the score in this movie. Yeah. It's fucking great. Ed gets uh, a little freaked out. You know, in real life, it feels like, hey, Chris Sarandon wants to follow me down this dark alley. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? If I was in that dark alley and saw Chris Sarandon, and be like, if he's going to murder me, well, damn it. At least he's so darn dashing and handsome. It's better than getting killed by it's Ed like, Dean. Um, God, I, I don't know which South Park episode it is, but Mr. Garrison's like, Fine, tie me up. Do what you want. <laughs> I won't fight it. <laughs> I forgot what the episode was. <laughs> that would be me, Chris Rennie. Have you seen him? I saw him recently. He's still pretty dashing. <laughs> All right, Jason. You should hit him up. <laughs> on the Insta. Like, hey, do you want to come on? Oh, boy. <laughs> well. How's your scarf game now? <laughs> still on point. <laughs> so Ed takes Jerry's hand. He's like, take my hand, Edward. Well, he does, and he sucks on that neck meat. You get a little bit of an old kind of a Dracula thing where he mm-hmm. en- envelops him in his, his, his slicker. Not a slicker. His pool. Um, his uh, cape yeah. thing. Sort of. It's a jacket. I forget what they call those kind of jackets. They're like oh, over- overcoats, you. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie and Amy, they are running from Jerry, and they run into the dance club. This club looks awesome, by the way. I wish I could have just grown, like, be like in my mid-twenties in the heart of the 80s in like a big city yeah just to you know just be a club to, kid doing yeah you just know to do it yeah know. this it does like a really cool club it's like got levels and stages to it this club or the club in terminator tech noir yeah that shit was bumping man tech noir or this club well see tech noir is a little too crowded but this club you can get a bite to eat tech noir that was like uh Probably somebody doing heroin in the bathroom. Yeah, where this one really everybody's seedy. happy doing coke. Yeah, yeah. this one's like uh, just <laughs> trust fund kids doing blow exactly. upstairs in the VIP. Like, you know, the bathrooms are clean because you can't do coke in a dirty bathroom. That's right. Now, heroin, on the other hand, at Tech Noir. Easy, Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have good coke here. Wait, what's he say? He's like, their bathrooms aren't. The bathrooms aren't good to do coke in. <laughs> hey, that reminds me of the line in. Um, Hot Rod, when Bill Hader, he just walks up to the the group. He's like, the bathroom here is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I've repeated that line quite a few times to people before <laughs> we go to a new place. I was like, bathroom is nuts. Like, what? <laughs> Never mind. Um, One day somebody's going to get me more. Somebody's, somebody's going to like, yes. Hot Rod, baby. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> is that Sully? No way. Sullivan. So, Ed knocks on Peter Vincent's door. Quick, quick, there's a vampire out here. So, Ed shows him his bite mark and fangs and does a stupid-ass laugh, but he burns Ed with a cross right on his forehead. Mm -hmm. Cool effects here. Nice little Charles Manson X. Yeah. Apparently, those contacts he was wearing, like, scratched his eyeballs for, like, weeks afterwards. Everybody had horror stories about those contacts. You know, they were glass. They... I read that fact before I watched the movie again and 
they don't look comfortable. No. Like, I can feel my eyes burning just watching them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jerry walks in the club. And he's about to fuck the entire room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The entire room is about to fuck him. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, he eyeballs Amy. And again, I forgot what kind of sweater he was rocking in the scene. It was on point. It was. I was like, hey. It's kind of a grayish sweater. Mm-hmm. Like, Bill Cosby ain't got shit on him. Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck <laughs> you old bastard. You old piece of shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> kind of cringy 80s dance routine is going down between Amy and Jerry. And they just keep rubbing on each other's turd cutters. And it's like, what is going on here? But. Oh my God, Jason. Turd cutter? Yeah. We'll edit that out. Uh, they just keep rubbing. No, we're going to leave it in. <laughs> so. They're rubbing on each other's turd cutters. <laughs> God. Where's Charlie at during all this? He's on the phone trying to call Peter Vincent. It's like, uh, dude, Amy's about to suck Jerry's dick on the dance floor out here. He better come quick. <laughs> all she can is one dick on the dance floor, and that's Jerry. <laughs> yeah. So Charlie runs up to her, and he's like, let her go. Jerry's like, nah. <laughs> he kisses her. <laughs> and then he breaks his hand and walks away like a gangster. You're right. And now the ba- the bouncers, they take Charlie out. The bouncers try to kick out Jerry, but he lets them know these hands are rated E for everyone. Slaps <laughs> the shit out of the bouncer. <laughs> he chokes Leon. That was his name. That was his name? Yeah. <laughs> so he chokes the shit out of him, throws his big ass across the room. I, I, I was imagining a sound effect like, as he was like sliding across the <laughs> dance floor. Yeah, everyone runs. And, you know, during all the chaos, Jerry steals Amy. So, Charlie runs out and sees Ed in the back of the car. He's laughing as a speed-off. Mm-hmm. Well, Charlie goes over to Peter Vincent's. Says they gotta go to Jerry's house. Amy wakes up on Jerry's floor in a gown. laying on, like, a sexy rug in front of the fireplace. And then he even puts in his, uh, his panty-dropping mixtape. Oh, yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah, it's about to get all silk stockings up in here real quick. (laughs) The Red Shoe Diaries, motherfucker. Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, I forgot about that one. Showtime late night. Uh, uh, Skinamax. Yeah. Well, Jerry starts to kiss her. He plays just the tip of the bangs. Ooh. (laughs) Sultry. (laughs) Then he takes her bra off. And bites her neck. Well, Charlie shows up to Jerry's house. Peter Vincent meets him out front. So, little side note: this movie is lit beautifully. Like, especially yeah. all the outside stuff. Like, it just looks good. It's lit nicely. Yeah, I do like appreciate those kind of things. Yeah, and the color palette's really nice too. Yeah. Do you? I should have looked this up. Do you know who is the cinematographer? Uh, no, but I know the set designer is a a, a pretty big guy too. Who's it come from? Like royalty. His dad was a Oscar nominated set designer. Okay. So. Well, he could sit at the table with Dean Cundy. <laughs> you can sit at the big boys' table. Yeah. You did good, kid. You did good. <laughs> All right. So they go inside. Jerry greets them. With his own version of the Freddy Scratch. He's like, you know, he's like dragging his fingernail. Oh, over. yeah. And you see it like filing it away. I'm like, oh, shit. You're fucking up that wood paneling. <laughs> you know, that's a nice wood rail. Yeah. Don't mess that up. He's like, Billy will fix this for me later. <laughs> yeah, Billy's he's such little, a little bitch. Yeah, Billy's my little bitch. 
<laughs> you think he found Billy on Craigslist? I was wondering where he found Billy. Like, hey, wanted little bitch. <laughs> <Hell no. laughs> or like, who was you know what we do in shadows? Remember that one that got who kept oh, wanting to be yeah. a, a vampire? Let's just get fucking with him the entire time. Wanted sarcastic asshole to run errands for me. <laughs> <laughs> Best if you ooze green shit. Yeah. Well, Jerry says, "Welcome to Fright Night." I really loved it when he like walks in front of the uh, the window there. Uh-huh. I was like, I really like that shot. Yeah. So Peter Vincent pulls out the cross. Jerry's all like, "Hey, you heard that George Michael song? You gotta have faith." <laughs> I wrote it down. So I was like, I wrote it down. I was like, Phil's gonna say this okay, first, but I, I wrote it down just, gonna in case, say it. just in case you didn't. I had just it. in case. <laughs> well, Billy hits Charlie. And he pulls out his cross. Uh, Billy's still looking like a total asshole. Yeah, but Billy, you know. Billy's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has he been in anything else? I can't think of it. No, probably. He's been in some stuff. I didn't really look too much into him. Though. Yeah. Well, Peter Vincent runs over to Charlie's house, and Ed is hiding in Charlie's mom's room, wearing a wig. He should have filmed his gay porn in this makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. I have. I didn't really get into that part of his filmography. Yeah. I have seen 976 Evil, though. Directed by Robert England. Yeah. I still haven't seen that. It's okay. It's yeah. a, a mid-tier 80s horror, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, if you miss it, it's not going to be the end of the world. But if you catch it, you're like, okay, well, that's fun. I got you. Yeah. I'll skip it. <laughs> well, a good boy. Wait a second. That's not a good that's boy. That's not a good boy. That's Evil Ed. He is a wolf now. Dinner's in the oven. Does he say that? Yeah, he says that. He's reading a note that Jerry's... Not Jerry. He's reading a note that... Charlie? Charlie's mom wrote. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Charlie's mom wrote? Why okay. did he just go into Charlie's mom's room? Oh, he was trying to get her. That's right. Wait, what happened to Charlie's mom? She's working. She's working an overnight. Oh, okay. Maybe so, a little bit of a convenient plot device, but hey, it works. It's the 80s. Everybody was a latchkey kid. He jumps at Peter Vincent, and he stabs him with a pole thing. It was a, there was like a, you know, a hallway table. Uh-huh. He broke it when he fell down. That's right. Well, good practical effects wolf transformation here. 18 hours. Peter Vincent watches on as... His eyes are all teary here. Yeah. This drags out a, a hair too long. I feel like Tom Holland was like, these guys did such a great job. I really like the effects here, especially yeah. for 85. Yeah. It was yeah. like, it's like it just keeps kind of going a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's a, a good point. Still, it's kind of like, hey, let's shave 10 seconds off. Did you see that they fucked up and they put glue in his mouth instead of uh, the lacquer they were supposed to do to make it drool? Oh, I did hear about that. <laughs> Well, he turns back into Ed, and he's dead. Naked. And afraid? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat the mushrooms out there. You're an idiot. <laughs> well, Peter Vincent leaves Ed's dead, naked ass and runs back to Jerry's house. Could you imagine, though, being um, Charlie's mom just walking into a dead, evil Ed on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> dead, dead, naked. Naked, evil Ed. Yeah, that's true. That's going to happen when she comes home later. Yeah. Well, Jerry's house is now covered in fog. They're hot boxing the fuck. Out yeah, it looks like are they vaping in there? <laughs> well, he tries to break down the door. 
So after the evil Ed werewolf thing, yeah. Meanwhile, Jerry takes the knocked out Charlie and throws him in the room with Amy. That's right. And he throws a stake on the ground. And he says, "Whatever you're going to do, do it before morning," and walks out. Huh. All right. Pretty cold. So this is when they walk down the stairs and they are confronted by Billy Cole. Pops a cap in his ass. Peter Vincent does. Right in the head. Right in the head. Cold-blooded. Goosh. <laughs> so, Billy pulls an undertaker and rises up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was going to say Michael Myers. Kind of. Yeah. Same thing. Undertakers. I'll, we'll do the undertaker this time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Show the undertaker some love. Isn't he a mayor of a town somewhere? That's Kane. Oh, Kane's... Okay. Yeah. Remember when they were brothers? Remember that storyline? I do. Remember that sick-ass Inferno match? Yup. So, Peter shoots him again repeatedly, and Charlie drives a stake in his heart, and Billy pulls a troll, too. Starts to melt. Good melting effect. Yeah, it starts with like he's like peeing a little bit. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that checked out. It's gonorrhea. Ugh, that's nasty. Um, Yeah, so good melting effects. Turns to green goop. And that's the end of Billy. He just kind of like dissipates and all his skeleton falls down the stairs. It's really cool. Yeah, and Jerry's like talking to Amy. He's like, I command you to awake. Give me the power I beg of thee. (laughs) (laughs) Easy, Tom Holland. (laughs) Do you think he like, that was the seed? He was like, ooh. Well, I'll expand upon that. Yeah, what if Jerry did get Hade, Dewey, Dumbala? Give me the power out back of me. Away. Show me how much you love me. <laughs> well, Peter Vincent runs into the room and it's Demon Amy. So Jerry jumps through the window. Peter Vincent pulls out the cross. But you gotta have faith. Oh, oh <laughs> gotta have faith, faith, faith. Uh. But Charlie's got faith, faith, faith. So his cross works. Well, I guess it would be nice if I had Charlie's cross. <laughs> oh, God. I know that everybody's got a cross like Peter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Good song. Shout out to Limp Bizkit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We've actually been singing that one. Yeah. Charlie's cross works on Jerry. Pink Floyd's time starts playing. All the clocks start going Oh, off. yeah. Yeah. Because it's a little thing called Dawn's coming. That's right. You're out of time. Hey, a little side note. Yeah. For some reason, I thought of that song last night. And today, when I was walking Scout, I was like, I'm going to listen to Dark Side of the Moon. Like, almost the whole album. Great fucking album. Did you get it? When's the last time you heard that? Like two years ago? I feel like everybody should at least once listen to Dark Side of the Moon start to finish. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking great album. If you can do the Wizard of Oz thing. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it is. If you like to get high, get super baked. Oh, Listen yeah. Listen to that album. Definitely. Or have a glass of wine. Get like Brick and Meyer baked. Oh, and Freddy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like you're staring at a broken TV. <laughs> Jerry turns into Batman. It's pretty cool. Or I really like that bat. effect. Yeah, the shadow of him turning him from man. a vampire to a bat. That's right. Also, that bat was meant to be played in the Ghostbusters movie. That's right. But Didn't they, they use that? No, they scratched it because it was too scary. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, the sun is coming up and it burns the bat. Oh, yeah. Flies down to the basement. So they go to the basement. Freaky ass Amy comes out and her and Charlie wrestle around a bit. And her implants, apparently. Implants? They gave her fake booze for that scene. 
Really? Yeah. Apparently, she gave him away at a con. Like she kept she kept him after the movie, but she gave huh. him away at a con at some point. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, Jerry rises up with a stake in his heart, driven in by Peter Vincent. Mm-hmm. Mm. He takes it out, so I guess he missed. I guess so. Charlie starts breaking windows to let in the sunlight. That's not a cutest thing. So, uh, (laughs) Jerry corners Peter Vincent, but Charlie lets more light in. He pulls the sheet thingy back, thus killing our villain. Bye, Christopher Sarandon. You served thee well. Now, what did he do? Did somebody inherit his sweaters? I don't know. They're out there somewhere. You know they are. So, yeah, Jerry blows the fuck up. And Amy turns back normal, no longer a slave to Jerry's big dick energy. (laughs) (laughs) And they all hug it out. Bros for life, apparently, after this point. Bros for life. So, cut to, I'm guessing later that evening, Charlie and Amy are making out. Peter is back on TV. Yeah. Well, I guess it wasn't later that night. It was a little while later. A little time had passed. A little time had passed. He's got his job back. He got his manhood back. What do they do with uh, Ed's naked ass? We'll find out later. Well, kind of. Yeah. So, real quick, 80s rooms always look so fucking cool. Right. Yeah. They, they've got the tiniest beds, but everything else <laughs> in their rooms are like massive. Always. Always. you got a, a one little twin bed, one and everything else is just cool. With plaid sheets. Exactly. Remember Ferris Bueller's bedroom? Best 80s room? That's It's up there. It's certainly up there. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's some other good ones. I'd have to give that a give that a waiver. I don't know. Hmm. Any come to mind? Jamie Lloyd's bedroom sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a giant four poster bed with a drawer. Yeah, wasn't even a TV in there. No, Mm-mm. just the dog who died in it. Yeah, and a boogeyman in the closet. <laughs> Fucked up, Jamie Lloyd. <laughs> so Charlie sees something over at Jerry's house briefly. Hmm. Glowing eyes. Glowing eyes. He's like, ah, fuck that. I'm going to jump back in bed. Good call, (laughs) Charlie. And we hear Evil Ed laugh. You're so cool, Brewster. Credits roll. Yep. Fright night, baby. Love it. Love it. Love it. I remember. I I really like it. You really like it? I love it. Okay. What do you give it on a 10-point scale? Eight. Hard eight. Mm, Okay. Probably eight and a half, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'll give it a an eight as well. Yeah. Pretty solid eight. Mm-hmm. Like uh like if you thumped a bowling ball. It's like, oh, that's solid. <laughs> like You thumping bowling balls a lot these days. Yeah. Is that was is that your test? You don't go by the weight, you just go by the Uh huh, you gotta thump it. It's like, oh that's that's pretty it's solid. a solid one. That's, yeah. Uh, Ooh, dense. This one got liquid in the middle of it. <laughs> no, this one's just straight solid all the way through. <laughs> so it does everything well. Yeah. But nothing amazing it's very simple it is yeah. a very simple story very simple. and that's kind of what i like about it that's kind of what i appreciate yeah it's not trying to be like some crazy vampire lore thing it's not trying to reinvent the wheel yeah it's kind of a homage to what became before it and then what kind of what the 80s and 80s horror movies were yeah it's also a good like entry-level horror movie too yeah, somebody's true. trying to get into the genre or maybe like a, a kid who's trying to watch like goosebumps are you afraid of the dark yeah and wants to see something more adult like r-rated horror movie there are boobies. There are boobies, but other than that is really not too much. It's too that you know it's going to really fuck a kid up by seeing some boobies. Yeah, it's true. The gore's not too crazy. It's, no, 
yeah, there's some good gory effects, but nothing like gross out. No, too much. Um, it's a good beer and pizza kind of movie. Yeah, it's a fun watch. It definitely is. I really, I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. You don't really have to follow the plot too much. You can just kind of watch it and you kind of get it. Yeah. So kid's got a vampire for a neighbor and he's trying to get rid of it. That's right. Vampire's got a hard on for his girlfriend. And a girl's friend's kind of got a hard on for him too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> As do we all. Uh, <laughs> settle down there, Jason. So yeah, it's lit beautifully. Good cast. Oh yeah. Fun watch. Who is the MVP of the movie for you? We're putting this, the rafter up in the jer- uh, the jersey up in the rafters. For me? Yeah. It's going to be Jerry, Chris Randon. I feel like he's he's got a lot of presence when he's on screen. Yeah. He's like really cool, very menacing, but he's got some backstory that you don't really uh-huh. exactly know. That's true. And everybody else is good. You know, a lot of people probably say Peter Vincent's a really good character because he is a really good character. Uh, but for me, it's, uh, it's going to be Chris Sarandon. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say the same, Mr. Chris Sarandon. Yeah. All, for all those reasons. However, Charlie, he was cast very well. By, he was. What's his damn name? Tom Holland. No. The guy that played Charlie. Oh, William Ragsdale. William Ragsdale. Yeah. Excellent casting. Yeah. He didn't try to be... He wasn't too goofy. He wasn't too... Trying to be cool. No, he wasn't he, trying to. He was to. just a normal kid. And that's what Charlie Sheen would have. He would have been cool. And Charlie Brewster doesn't need to be a cool character. Yeah. Charlie Sheen would have been all, oh, there's a vampire, huh? Oh, <laughs> let's do some blow and fight it. <laughs> <laughs> let's go fuck all the hookers together and then kill them. Yeah. <laughs> let's give them AIDS. Easy, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> it's Anyways. like getting those Charlie Sheen weeds. Yeah, there's some, some thick weeds. <laughs> so, least favorite character. Who you got? Who could have been perhaps replaced? You know, maybe it was Amy, Amanda Burr. She was really good, but I don't see her being kind of... I could see that character be interchangeable with other actresses that are around at the same time. Yeah, there could have been a... Who would be like a big or good 80s actress? Like Leah Thompson, you know, from Back to the Future? Yeah. I think she would have been a good good get. Yeah. Well, you know what? They don't really explore that character a whole lot. It's just, she's really concerned about Charlie, and also she's yeah. transfixed by Chris Sarandon. Who, yeah, and those are really her only two speeds. Yeah. Like, there's barely any stuff with her and Charlie at the beginning. It pretty much right away jumps into Charlie and Jerry, but there's not a lot of... We see him making out a little bit. Yeah, and they're broken up for a little bit, and then it's just her being concerned about him. Yeah, and then she gets transfixed with the Jerry's big dick energy, and then it's all over from there. It's like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say like Leah Thompson or um, God, who's uh, what was Ferris Bueller's girlfriend's name? Oh yeah, I I know you're talking about, but I yeah, like her. Yeah, I think she could be. She did, might be a little too young though for this. Her career like not really do much after that. Or something? Not a whole lot, but she's in like Tom Cop, JCVD uh, classic. Oh well, exactly. <laughs> like I was saying. No, dude, her career flourished. She was J- JCVD. Oh, yeah. It's time, cop. Jean-Claude Van Damme, I'm here to kick some ass. I'm going to go back in time and roundhouse kick someone. You son of a bitch. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go do some blow. Jean-Claude wasn't a cokehead. Dude, he had a huge habit. Really? Did you watch those movies in the 80s he was in? Yes. Yeah, he's had a, he had a bad habit. Like, for real, for real? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Well, him and Charlie Sheen should have hung out. They probably did. <laughs> they said they were shooting Platoon, him and JCVD in the backstage. Oh, man. <laughs> so invite me to that party. That sounds good. I don't think I can hang. Yeah, I know I, I couldn't hang. hang. Jason would be like, I got to go, guys. It's 830. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Fright Night. That was a uh, good watch. Yeah. I think it's a good good kickoff to Vampire Month. Mm-hmm. What are we doing next week? We're going to do From Dust Till Dawn next week. From Dust Till Dawn, baby. A early Tarantino movie. That's right. But it was post Pulp Fiction. Well, he just wrote it. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, but he did write it. And starred in it. And he, yeah, he did. We'll get to it. I got some, he's an okay actor. He's not bad. He's just an okay actor. George Clooney's uh, tribal neck tat. How's that hold up? I'm, I'm pretty excited to see. I'm guessing not good. I don't know. It's, Doesn't he like take his jacket off at one point? He's just got like full tribal. It's like from, it's like from his ear to all the way down to his... <laughs> <laughs> like it's on his neck and everything. Ooh, doggy. Fresh off the set of ER on the From Dust Till Dawn. All right, Jason. Um, If I pay for it, will you get the exact same tribal <laughs> tat that George Clooney has in from Dustfield. We should we should uh do that episode while they're tattooing that on me. Oh man, we gotta do like a I wonder how long that sit would be. Like it had to be several sessions. That's a long time for that yeah. shitty tattoo. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that was definitely filmed in the mid nineties. Oh yeah. The what, titty twister. What tribe are you in, George Clooney? <laughs> American Samoan uh <laughs> American Samoan. <laughs> I'm four percent Samoan. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Fright Night, baby. We did it. We did it. It was refreshing to talk about a, a good movie. We haven't done a good movie since Scream 2. That last good movie. We had our qualms hey, with it. That's pushing it. Yeah. That's a good- <laughs> Troll 2. That's what, that was the last good movie we uh, did. I don't know if I would say I liked Scream 2. It's fine. It's better than all the movies we did last month, though. Yeah. Scream 2 is like... uh you ever had like pizza from a gas station? It's like it's not good. Yeah, but it'll satisfy you. It's pizza. It's hard that's, to fuck it up. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's uh, an apt apt comparison. Scream two is gas station pizza. <laughs> so, what is Scream three? That is uh the expired tuna sandwich you find at the gas station. The rectangular pizza in the, the cafeterias. That, yeah, the one that gives you just explosive diarrhea. <laughs> But yeah, we're not. We'll save that for season three. Yeah, we'll kick it off with a banger, with Scream Three, and Courtney Cox's bangs. Hey, she's banging it up, <laughs> yeah. baby. All right, we're starting to ramble. We are up. starting to ramble. Yes. So, thank you for listening. Absolutely, we appreciate the shit out of you. Yeah, we do. If you want to check out our Patreon, listen to some bonus episodes. Just sign up for the five dollar tier. We have tiers higher than that with some really cool perks, but. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. You know. We've got a lower tier also. Yeah, a little two dollar. Hey, if you wanna you know, if we were uh podcasting on the street and we had a little hat out, you Hell know, yeah. handful of change, toss that into our hats. We would happily accept it. That's right. Absolutely. But hey, we also know if you wanna get crazy, you can order the, you can get the tailgate special. Oh it's <laughs> a twenty five dollar package. We'd appreciate the heck out of you yeah, for that. You get all sorts of stuff. Read about it. The link is on the uh Instagram bio. Yep. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you listening. All right, Jason. You about ready to roll on out of here? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week. I'm Jason. 
and this is it. This is it.